What's up, y'all? This is the Middle Classes Ghetto Podcast, and I am your host, Serena Love. So, I dropped a trailer for you guys two weeks ago. I hope you guys are excited because this is about to be a journey, okay? And this is not a journey where I'm just talking to you guys. This is an interactive journey. So, if you guys are going through the same thing I'm going through or I've went through or any of these emotions make sense to you, let your girl know because I know I'm not alone, okay? So, this episode is titled, Debt Sent Me to the Hospital. And I know y'all are like, what? Debt sent you to the hospital, girl? Like, yes, debt sent me to the hospital, okay? So many times when you're young and you're trying to get ahead and you got all these visions for yourself and oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that you don't add up the cost of these things most of the time you don't like I know for myself I didn't have any financial literacy going growing up I didn't know anything about credit cards I didn't even know when you get a credit card you're supposed to pay it back you think it's common sense but it only becomes common sense when you know I I promise you that it only becomes common sense when you know Um, a lot of the things people are like, well, that's common sense. It's only common sense to you because you knew if you're never introduced to it, it's not so common. So you apply for that first credit card and you are like, oh, I can go buy this. I can go buy this. I can go buy this. And then by the time you get the 10th one. It just got out of control because guess what? Every month, oh, I'm going to pay this back with this. But then something else comes up. Oh, no, I'm going to pay this back with this check. And then something else comes up. And it's like a trick. It's like a trickle effect. It's like you're running down the hill and it's a snowball chasing after you. And it's just piling up, piling up, piling up, piling up. And it's like by the time you get to the bottom of that hill, Think about it. By the time you get to the bottom of that hill, so much snow has accumulated on this snowball, okay? You got family vacations on that snowball. You got kids' school clothes on that snowball. You got a new house on that snowball. You got a new car on that snowball. There's so many things that you've collected along the way that are on that snowball by the time you get to the bottom of the hill that snowball is looking at you you looking at it and you don't know what to do you do i do i run left do i run right because this snowball got friends okay like i don't know which way to go i don't know what to do like I have all of these things. I have the house. I have the car. I have the kids. I'm living the American dream. And this fucking snowball is chasing me. What do I do? Where do I go? What do I do? Every No one around you is talking about it. Everybody is living their lives. They have these things. And you're like, am I the only person in this situation? Am I the only person living paycheck to paycheck? Am I the only person having these tough conversations with my spouse? Am I the only person telling my kids, no, we cannot do this because this snowball is coming at us 
so fast. And although it's not the kid's fault that you were miseducated, that I was miseducated, that we were not educated at all, no, it's not their fault. But somebody has to pay. Somebody has to pay. So you looking at this snowball. And you stressing, okay? And you getting to the point in your life where now you stressing about things that have not even happened yet. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to lose my car. What if I lose my job? Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. My kids are going to look at me like I'm crazy. The world is going to look at me like I'm crazy. You're stressing about things that have not even happened yet, okay? And now your heart is beating, and now you're sweating, and now you don't know what to do, and now you're crying at night. And the conversations that you're having with your spouse or with whoever you got, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, is all about money. They're all about debt. You're stressing. How are we going to pay this bill? How are we going to pay that bill? Because, oh, 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 let's not, let me back up. The phone calls is coming in, baby. They, they coming in. These phone calls are coming in. This is ABC, and you're on the recorded line, and we're calling to collect the debt. <laughs> okay, hold on, y'all. I got to give me some water. This is ABC, and we are called. You are on a recorded line, and we are calling to collect the debt. Oh, guess what, boo? ABC then called you twenty four times. JFK then called you seventeen times. NPW then called you thirty two times, and now you driving to work in your check engine light. Come on, and little Ray Ray in the back seat like, mommy, I need some cleats, and then you got. La Bonquisha in the back seat, like mommy, my ballet shoes ripped, and now you just like you on you on a rampage. My mommy ain't got it. Mommy don't have it. Mommy don't have it. I don't freaking have it. And now you going off on the kids because you didn't let the snowball run you out of control, and it just becomes so stressful. That you just don't know what to do. You get in your bed and you cry at night. Or you arguing with your spouse. Or you looking around you like someone is supposed to give you a handout. When nobody owes you anything. Oh, well, I helped this person. I helped that person. Okay. Give yourself a pat on the back. Because nobody owes you anything. It's up to you to get out of this situation. When I tell you that debt sent me to the hospital, I mean that the depression, the anxiety, the things that I went through, creating a reality around this debt monster that was not real, the reality I was creating around the baby was, oh, I'm never going to get out of this situation. I don't know what to do. My husband is not on board. He can care less about getting out of debt. Those were the things that I created about debt when we were in it up to our hoo-ha. I created a reality that had not even happened yet. It was poor me. Poor me. There's no way out. Like, when I tell y'all, every conversation my husband and I had was about money. For months, I could not even tell you who he was, what he liked, and he couldn't tell you that about me. All he could tell you was 
I don't want to be in debt. And it's not in the budget. Like, that's it. Because for a long time, those were the only conversations we had. Because, you know, as a woman, you start to feel uncertain. You don't know. You're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, and then don't let your spouse be spinning, spinning, spinning. Because you're really going crazy. All of the conversations becomes about debt. And then you like, okay, well, I got to go to work. I got to pay this off as quick as possible. And now you're working all the time. You're not spending time with your kids. You're not spending time with your family. You're not spending time with your boyfriend. None of this stuff. And now you're more stressed. It takes a toll on relationships. It it takes a toll. You know, the, the snowball, yeah, it, in fact, it is chasing you. And in fact, it's not going to stop. It's not something that you can just sleep on, you know. It is going to chase you. Those family moments are in that, those missed family moments are in that snowball. Like, but there is a way out. There, in fact, is a way out. You just have to want it bad enough. You have to ask yourself, is this snowball chasing me worth more than me chasing it? Like, so you got to ask yourself, which side of the hill do I want to be on? Do I want to be going up the hill and the snowball's rolling the other way and I'm chasing it? Or do I want this thing chasing me? Because the sad situation about it is you're in this situation right now and very well you can be in this same situation 10 years from now. You'll be 10 years older. The earth will be 10 years older. Your kids will be 10 years older, and you'll still be in the same situation. And probably worse, because 10 years of stress, 10 more years of stress, you're going to look different. You're going to look stressed. You're going to feel stressed. You're going to sound stressed. So you have to be willing to take control. I was willing to take control. Because I could not continue to have anxiety attacks. I could not continue to have panic attacks about some things that had happened, but about the majority of it, about things that had not happened yet. I had it made up in my mind that I never was going to get out the situation until I started to put one foot in front of the next. One foot in front of the next. I continued to move forward. I started to chase that snowball. And when I was chasing that snowball, baby, listen, I was throwing money at it. Here, you get $500. You get $200. You get $700. You get $1,000. I was throwing money at that damn snowball. Because snowball, you have no power here, okay? I got myself in this mess. I'm going to get myself out of this mess. But... It's about doing the work. It's about first realizing I fucked up. Lil Johnny, mama fucked up. Daddy fucked up. Mama fucked up. And for my single parents, I, I it was me. We got to take accountability for the situations that we put ourselves in. And then secondly, after taking accountability and admitting you messed up, the second thing you need to do is realize that 
Well, this goes with the first thing. Don't do not put the blame on anybody else. Take full accountability for what you've done. You're in this situation. You're in this debt. Take full accountability. Okay. Then the second thing, instinct, that instant gratification got to go. It has to go. Let me tell you something. When you are in debt and you sat down and you took accountability for what you did and you're living pay to pay or you're living above your means, number two, we got to get rid of that instant gratification. Okay. We have to get rid of it. It has to go. No more instant gratification. You don't need the new car. That car is getting you back and forth. You don't need $700 worth of Christmas toys up under that tree for little Johnny. You don't. You do not. Sit down and have a conversation with little Johnny. And if little Johnny not old enough for you to sit down and have a conversation with him or her, then guess what? You definitely don't need that up under the tree. Because that, that, they can't even talk. They don't even know what it is. Bottom of teddy bear. Stop trying to show your love by spending money that you don't have. That doesn't show love. Because it hurts the most. This is the thing. You have rich people out here. You have people that really got it. They living in a lit, do like no other so later you can live like no other. They living in that. They kids don't got on Gucci, Louis, Prada, none of that. Maybe on picture day, they may put a little splat on them. And it's some shit we ain't never heard of. Let's be real. But they got that splat on. But for them pictures. But it ain't nothing we ain't never, maybe a little family Christmas photo shoot something. But the thing about it is, they don't wear that every day. But us... In the middle class, the lower middle class, kids got on $700 belts, $500 shoes. And I'm not talking about the knockoff where you can get them shoes for $25 because y'all are too good for that. I'm talking about like real life $700 shoes. And you don't even have a little insurance policy for little Johnny. You don't even have $700 in a, in a stock market, something easy you can invest in. You don't even have $700 in a traditional 401k. You don't have money growing anywhere but on some feet that's going to walk outside, get them shoes dirty. They probably not going to be able to fit them by next year. Next year they're going to be so dog they're not going to want to wear them no more. These are the things that we think matter. These are the things that we really think. Oh, hold on. I got to I gotta do a do not disturb on this computer, y'all, because ain't nobody be messing up my stuff. We pay attention to things that just don't matter. We spending our money. Like, they said, like, I don't know off the top of my head, but. The average black family income will be zero. Like, we are going to ha have zero dollars in a certain, whatever year. I don't know if it's in 30 years or what. And some of you guys are so selfish where you don't care. 
But for the ones that do care about building generational wealth for your children, I promise it doesn't start with spending $500 on Christmas toys. That And then you mad because they played with them for a couple hours and then now they just want to go hop on the Xbox. You know, the, the wealth that you can give that child, honestly, is time with you and book. Buy them a book. Sit there and read a book with them, you know. Um, and I know a lot of this stuff may sound stupid to y'all, like, buy him a book. He deserved. Why does he deserve? Because you, cause he's here? Because he's a human on this earth? He deserved for you to teach him these bad money habits? She deserves to think that she can cry and you give her whatever she wants? And then that trickles down to her thinking she can cry to her husband or sugar daddy to get what she wants? No, we, we, we don't do that over here. We don't do that over here. We don't. We teaching these kids real life stuff. Like, that it. That's it. Real life stuff. Like, no, you do not. It's actually, it's bad parenting. It's bad parenting. And I've done it before. I've done it before. So I'm not sitting here talking at y'all. I'm talking with y'all because I've done it before. I've made some stupid decisions with money. Some stupid decisions with money. To keep up with the lifestyle that didn't they don't need keeping up with. The life it's already kept. It's already created. It's already there. It does not need little old me keeping up with it. I can promise you that. Be mindful when you're going out here buying these kids all this Christmas stuff. Because those companies getting richer and you getting broker. And, oh, you can go make it back. You can go make it back. You making it back on your t- with your time. And your time is the most valuable thing you have. You making it back sending that kid to daycare or Nana's house while you not there with that kid. Th- that ain't, like, we got to think, my people. We really have to think about these decisions we making. And we have to do better. We got to do better. That's it. We have to do better. We have to make the decision to become the person that does better. We cannot continue to live off of our old mindset because it got us to this point, and this is as far as it can get us. Until we learn something new, it ain't ain't no changing. So we have to do better. The kids do not need those Christmas gifts. It's these... Those the kids do not need those Christmas gifts up under that tree. It's not going to ma- it's not going to break them. But what will break them is the expectation of that. You already working hard enough, and and you in debt. The people I'm talking to are in debt, and if you're on here and you're listening and you're not in debt, I am very very proud of you, and I want you to stay away from it. Stay away from it unless you're using it correctly. But the the people that I'm really talking to are in debt. They've used this debt and it wasn't to their advantage. And now this snowball is chasing them. I really want you guys to start off by sitting down and taking full accountability for the situation that you got yourself in. That's what we have to do. Sit down, take accountability. Two, get rid of that instant gratification. It's out the window. And then you say, Serena, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. Decision Making the decision is easy. Becoming the person that follows through with that decision is hard. Are you willing to become that person? 
And if the answer is no, that's okay too. But the bill you're going to get for regret, baby, listen, I don't want to be standing there when you look at it. So this is not just for me. This is for you. This is for my children. This is for your children. As a whole, we got to do better. I'll see you guys in two weeks. This has been so fun talking to you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Middle Classes Ghetto Podcast. Love y'all. Bye.